Welcome to the Queen Divas Queens of Fitness podcast. Join your hosts, three-time WBFF world champions and WBFF royalty, Alicia Gowans and Stephanie Ayala McHugh, as we explore all things female health, training, competing, mindset, and living the fitness life every day. Super excited to be back online today recording the latest episode of Queen Divas podcast with my girl, Stephanie Ayala McHugh. Hello, everyone. I don't know about you, but we're <laughs> literally getting flooded here. Like, we have you been watching anything? Do you get the news on our weather? Because mm, not your weather, just more, I guess, like it sucks that social media does this. Not just social, but just media in general. We don't, we only see the bad stuff, right? Like, okay. we don't see like the good things or like just your weather. So, catch yeah, me up. Yeah. How's the weather so, over there? What's, what's going this is on? Like, Hectic weather, babe. It's like you know that La, La, we've talked about this in other episodes. That La, Ni, La Nina or whatever it is, the the term, La Nina. Yeah, okay. The, for the changing, the cooler, more yep. wet, you know, year that we're meant to have, right? Wow. Over like, here, we think of we think of a hurricane when we say like oh, La Nina or something. Think, we like, were thinking of hurricanes. Okay. <laughs> Even in my own house right now, um, the pool is literally about to overflow. Like all of our oh, so you guys are just having over like flow of rain, lots so of rain. We had in one area in our so it mainly in southeast Queensland. It's like we're getting this big dump, but we've been going for like a couple of weeks of this, right? And they've just said that they think we're going to have like two to three more months of this really wet weather which we this isn't common this is not normal for us like we're coming out of a wet season and we're coming into our dry season usually around now mm -hmm. we're just getting dumped like we had one area of where we're located that had a whole month's supply one month four weeks of rain supply of rain in one hour oh my god <laughs> okay so it's not just you guys because this was the rainiest I think season for us, like even during the winter, because you guys are obviously entering, I guess your fall, right? Like you guys are about to enter your fall, end of summer going into fall, right? So for us, like during this winter, it was so rainy. <laughs> versus <Excuse me. laughs> Sorry, I guess we could cut that out for a quick second. <laughs> Sorry, I will cut that out for a quick second. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So we'll go off of uh, all right, the, the topic. Uh, the, weather. Okay. the weather. The weather. Okay. So over here, so over here, we actually have um a little of a different weather. We're also into yeah. winter, so it's just been a lot rainier this winter, but at the same time, with that rain has came a lot of ice as it gets oh, dropped like cooler. So if it drops below freezing, all this rain has been freezing over. And for us, that's just not good here in Texas because we, the roads get icy. Like right now, we've actually been dealing with a lot of that type of weather. So very different from what you guys have been dealing with as far as, yeah, you know, well, just we've had, um, flash flooding. There's been people dying in the flash. Oh, shit. Away. That's what I mean. Like this is, it's are you kidding me? This is hectic, babe. Like we've got um, dying. Yeah, oh my god we've got three sort of big regionally the big city regional areas that are all underwater at the moment like i'm, I'm assuming like gold coast like, like the coast no cities. not down there no. a little bit further north so thinking like just above sunshine coast so the other side um oh that coast yeah that it, gotcha Wow, that's crazy. This weather worldwide has been nuts. Like it, it has really been, it's been, yeah, it's it kind of makes you go, different. what's happening to the planet? You know what I mean? Because that's exactly what I think. Like, oh my goodness, things are just changing. Climate is changing. Uh obviously we're in you're in summer, we're in winter. We had the warmest winter and then led into like a whole bunch of rain, and you guys are yeah. dealing with and we had this rain. really random cooler summer so which you know like you've been here in summer it's hectic so we've been <laughs> you know, we've had some mornings in the summer which you guys are actually the most comparable thing i can say to texas honestly like yeah, australia is probably the closest really thing is. i could feel to texas heat, it really so. is and you, you know, we had we had mornings in the middle of summer where we're getting up to do our bike ride for coffee and throwing on like a long sleeve first thing mm -hmm. in the morning so you guys have been cooler yeah, yeah crazy that's so like california weather that's like really nice cool you know cool yeah. mornings cool evenings but warm. nice little warm days that's usually a california yeah, type of vibe no. 
So we've had this crazy weather. Um, outside of that, though, everything here has been pretty awesome. Nice. So good to hear that we're not the only ones that have had strange shit. Nah, you guys are not the only yeah. ones dealing with this crazy, like not like normal type of weather during the season. So yeah. Uh, yeah. same thing here in the States. It's been crazy all over. Some people that are in the North are getting some like nice little like rising heats. And it's like, what? Out of nowhere in February for us? Like, that's ridiculous. Like we expect, like this is last year. Yeah. We had the snowstorm in February. So we kind of do expect for us to get a little colder here in Texas, but we got snow again. We did. We got yeah. a little... Uh, a little extra snow but it was it's just a flash it was like quick gone and then immediately melted so we yeah we've been dealing with just cold i'm really excited for spring we get daylight savings <laughs> so we actually get to go forward in time which allows us to have longer days which yeah. i'm really really yeah. looking forward to so we don't ever have daylight savings in queensland because we're already in the you know the blazing sun like we, we get the early mornings we get the long days so we don't ever have it oh y'all's early mornings are just majestic you it's guys so good, have the most probably so beautiful sunrises in the world if yeah. anyone yeah. ever if yeah ever knows Very australia lucky. i've been there you guys are like literally pivoted in the perfect position to watch that yeah. sunrise yeah, it's amazing got some gorgeous we, we do have some gorgeous mornings and some great evenings actually too oh. but, um on that note, I'm looking forward to winter coming because as we were talking about offline, I've been telling my a little extra cushion. We've got, got to go little... to the Fat Girl Shop because, which is AKA. We've been, we've been digging a hole, okay, of extra little body we, fat. We literally <laughs> need to go. And I'm like getting, starting to get big now. So I don't want to be carrying that and be in the heat, man. There is nothing worse than. Being hot massive, and sweaty and extra body fat and you're sexy. like yeah. <laughs> and it's hot you're sweating you're sweating between places that you really shouldn't ever have liquid like like it's not you, great man. it's not great. i feel you i so feel I'm you really so happy about this concept of being able to like layer <laughs> layer the belly and just okay so layer. you're looking forward to the layering while all i've been doing these last few weeks is layering, layering after layer after layer i literally have lived in layers these last few weeks it's been awesome it's been amazing like i just so many clients like i think this could relate to so many of you that are listening because we actually try to dictate our progress off of our clothes, which is ridiculous uh, because there's really no size that should fit uh, everybody, right? So we always try to say, oh, these clothes feel better. That's awesome. That's a good cue from your current state. But when you're growing, it yes. actually goes a little opposite. You actually think like my clothes do not fit me anymore. And you're thinking like, holy shit, I'm like getting fat. I'm like growing to the point where I feel uncomfortable, but in reality, yeah. all you're doing is growing glutes and growing some like good quads, maybe some more exactly. muscle and yeah. you're masking your growth with the size because you're not a size one or a size two it's, or um, four. My God. Like you said for not just the size in the clothes, but it's the scale weight, you know, where they get that. Oh, whole, exactly. Um, mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I weigh more. So therefore I'm going backwards. And I'm like, you feel no, sabotage. You're not. Mm -hmm progressing it's the development of mass right with um, growth comes water comes a little body fat right more muscle mass which skews that weight more food content more food higher exactly. gastrointestinal you know volume you're actually you know digestively might be holding on to something for a little bit longer so you've got stuff mm -hmm. in the bowels. like there are so many things and I think that the error people make is they go, oh crap, that's a bit firm. I'm going to pull back. I'm going to, I'm going to self-restrict here because <laughs> I think I'm getting fat. And then they just cut into all their propensity to change, right? Exactly so what I, I was going to say. You know, they I stop their growth. I have this athlete at the moment, right? She's about to get on stage in um, April and she looks ridiculous like phenomenal i'm i'm so pumped for her now we were initially prepping our very first show we we're prepping for was actually the new zealand show last year that got canned now so she's been in prep so she's yeah. been in prep like she was in prep for a while right and we we did a little bit of a an initial you know increase in caloric intake bringing into a higher baseline and getting her prime for a cut for her first show but it was only a small amount of time because we because mm -hmm. the time frame from when we started to the date was small we made a little bit of improvement, but obviously not as much as we could with a little bit more 
time um, and a little bit more capacity for, you know, that increase, you know, with in the gym. So interestingly enough, what I love most about her is she's a phenomenal athlete. She's someone that I didn't, I didn't even have to challenge. She didn't challenge me. I didn't have to debate. I love, that. Why. I love that about her. Oh, she was phenomenal. She was freaking phenomenal. She just They're went go-getters. They go the extra mile. Yeah. I will they hit listen. what you give me. They I'll do it. Whatever. Yeah. Like she was awesome. So anyway, to put it into perspective, this chick pushed calories. We push calories up to, and this is not for everyone. I don't want anyone to listen to this and go, oh, well, I should be able to do that because you probably won't be able to. This chick's quite tall for starters. Like there's okay, a whole bunch of factors mm-hmm. why we could go go where we did. But we went up to three and a half thousand calories, right? Nice. Well, on first of all, that's reasonable. Exactly. But she never once questioned the fact that this was going to be worth it and she did get uh you know a couple of little periods of, of discomfort Amazing. in the sense of yeah. she'm growing out of things but what was good about her was she just turned it around we had really funny conversations where she's like man i'm pushing out of my clothes because i'm too full of awesome you know like everything's too awesome <laughs> like you can't contain me it's like we uh, have funny uh. conversations now we did nearly, it was like, it was nearly a year, right? Once we reversed up and out and we pushed these boundaries and she's done this growth. We are cutting in for this next stage. And I swear to God, like if you look at her same time out from the first prep for New Zealand versus now, and this is a natural athlete. And if you look at her, you would probably be like, this is going to be a few years in between, or she's seriously probably got to be taking gear. And she's definitely not so my point is if you are she listened she obviously really trusted you she allowed the calories to go up she embraced the process of growing she She actually she didn't go hey i don't like this or i'm i don't have abs or oh my god you know I've got to go up a size here. She just basically did what I'm doing with the big pregnant belly and that's living in stretchy everything. <laughs> My favorite though. <laughs> and you know this, Steph, our best years of development from, from one stage to the next is where we've actually not overcommitted to too many photo shoots, overcommitted mm. to too many reasons to stay lean. And instead we've embraced mm. the MERVs, the muscly curves that come from putting on a bit of size in the off season. And yeah, okay, we're going to be Ali, pushing you know maximum yeah. intensity in all of our tight shit. But, but when we get to the next stage, holy wow, the improvements we bring to glutes, to legs, to literally every element of the body that creates the shape we need for the, Above and beyond. For the champion yes. level that's there and if we didn't do that we won't get it you know the interesting thing this same girl 100 i've got another girl who's incredible has a lot of potential had a lot of mental hang-ups around letting go of scales letting go of abs and just hmm. settling muscle tone correct yeah. right she she really struggled with it which is normal this is normal hey everyone that's listening to this is very normal i think this is more normal than uh probably weight loss i think most of us get to a certain level are going to want to not lose it and it is fearful to lose any of the muscle tone or any of the progress you've gained because you think you're going to sabotage all that hard work no i know me actually progress Mm -hmm. further so her ability to progress has been significantly diminished compared to client A. So client mm-hmm. B has had maybe 20% of the gain that client A got. It's crazy. But there goes someone that's thinking crazy. about the program versus right. one that's just allowing the program to help them, right? Versus, mm, am I doing uh, too much? Am I uh, overdoing this? Am I like not doing enough? And you really overthink about your programming and you should let yeah. your coach do that all the time. Anyone yeah, that's listening you really need a relief that stress and just do it. Correct. Give and it I a try. Think, I think talk through the reasons why something might be mentally holding you back. Because Ooh. realistically, no one who loves you and no one who matters and no one in the judging panel is going to care what size pant you were in in oh, your no. off season or what you weigh on stage. Well, guess what? Everyone looks no different at every cares. size. 
right? Because exactly. if, if someone's six foot tall, right? Like versus five foot tall, which is very big difference. Like um, yeah. we're talking about centimeters here. It's like over a hundred centimeters. So in other words, right? a short midget you, like me versus- Yeah, like, okay, versus, exactly. <laughs> That's kind like of my analogy here, okay? Like us short a girls- normal woman. The tall, <laughs> tall girls. I mean, we cannot not only just compare just calories, but we also have to realize that we're yeah, going to be undergoing, yes, a different shape, different genetic background, which it does play a big role whenever we do kind of, you know, look at ourselves, but also our muscle mass, right? Like how much we already had built to the starting point. And if we don't have really much built, we have to understand probably our metabolic response is going to be a lot lower at the beginning, whenever we first start, you know, maybe our deficit or our weight loss goal. So when you're comparing to this girl that might have been doing sports her whole life, right. And has had a lot more muscle mass when they started maybe their competitive journey, you know, within competing uh, in bodybuilding, whatever they may be doing. Um, It's probably a lot higher. Maybe they're sitting at 2,500 calories or 3,500 calories, like you said, you worked up a client to, but their size, their, you know, um, ability to obviously carry more muscle is also greater. It plays a big role. Like us shorter girls only have a certain amount of space and amount of, you know, muscle we can build. As you you actually grow in your off season, you feel a little bit like oh we feel pudgy we feel a little little extra you know I this is actually what Ali and I were talking about before we're starting this episode was like how like extra body fat we're carrying and she feels you know she's carrying more weight obviously you're building a body another side of you I I have a purpose but not to the extent Allie has I mean she's trying to build another person inside of her I'm just trying to build more muscle so I'm just trying to you know actually go into an adequate amount of a surplus because the last couple years like we've discussed in in the podcast before is that you know I had to be in maintenance for quite a while because I wasn't sure you know when the shows were the canceling of the shows during COVID and then last year I really wasn't able to go into a massive build because I was already so close to the show so it was really more about just bringing what I had and um, if we really talk about being, you know, satisfied with the package, I think this can be relatable to everyone that's competitive. Like you're never really a hundred percent satisfied. You're happy, but you're maybe not like to the extent of like, oh, you're always, it. I'm like, I want more. I could do better here. I could do better. I can, I could have done this more. I could have, you know, obviously like brought this in better. So thinking of what I want to improve, I, there's so many things that I knew I wanted to improve and I needed to go into a deep building phase that allowed me to actually develop these areas. And I haven't been in it for the last few years. So, well, at least for the last two and a half years, I would say I've been just kind of, like I said, isolating muscles, maintaining, kind of yeah. staying a little above Having maintenance. This, I'm pumped for your off-season photo shoots because oh they're coming they're coming for those people that haven't yet witnessed Steph in an actual all-out <laughs> bathing proper she's growing she gets uh, she for the first time and only time in her life she gets just a little softer in the midsection but she's still she's like me I lose those abs y'all if you guys get fearful legs, right but um but I love your off-season shape. It's oh, thank you, it's Allie. You look like so you look like a you look like a boss bitch who lifts oh. like an absolute. Hey, we're we're always aiming to be a boss bitch, okay? <laughs> like that's always the goal, okay? No yeah, matter what time of the year. Nothing sloppy about your off seasons, and oh, I think that that's commendable because that that, that's a true sign of a of of an actual athlete too, someone that's able to tackle the growth phase but with a considered and strategic approach right because gains phase don't need to be hard thank you beefy bullshit eating crap type <laughs> that dirty that dirty bulk that a lot of uh, competitors will do which is a no-no y'all like you using it as an excuse just because you're building let me i'm putting my quotations up here in my fingers like your building is not going to give you a good build okay you're gonna gain a lot more excessive body fat than it's needed you need and to then, focus on when you cut what, what's the conversation everyone has <gasps> my ass is gone you know, my ass is leaving. I have no more clothes. Hey, I used to say that all the time, Allie. Like when like, I my well, first few years, mm, I'm like my ass left. Adding than you needed. 
Exactly. And it probably wasn't all glutes, love. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of little extra pushing, okay, for that. It's not a little forty on it, right? <laughs> so, what I would really recommend for anybody in the growth phase right now, because I relate to you right now, like I've had to size up all my clothes. Like, talk about making you feel fat. Oh my god, my prep clothes. If I try to put on a, a pair of shorts that I wore during prep, I feel like a little extra thick, not just thick alley. Like I feel like I did a little too much damage during my building phase. But in reality, clothes shouldn't define you. They should not let you dictate your progress. It actually excites me. If I'm not fitting in clothes now during a building phase, I'm like, hell yeah, my shit's working, right? Like I'm actually building, I'm growing, my glutes are getting bigger. Yes, there's a little bit of body fat coming into the midst of this. Yeah, that that comes off so much faster with more mass. This is the other thing. Mm -hmm. It's like taking... The same vehicle, same chassis, same chassis, but putting a putting a V8 engine into it as opposed to <laughs> you are literally going to burn your whole tank of fuel getting from one end of your street to the other in a V8 versus running from here to the other side of Texas, you know, yep. in your four cylinder. Like, what's the? I was going to say a little V4, you know, yeah, saving that gas and oh, for sure. You know, and it's even like um, I I say this to my athletes all the time. You should not look at last prep to this prep and go, I weighed this at this point. Because if you are not weighing more every single season, you're not growing, season, you're not, not improving, you're not improving, you will not win shit. End of story. Yep. So, you know, so, your focus should be, am I progressing because in of your pictures? Yes, I'm developing your mass, it's shapely, it's not sloppy. Am I, and if I'm increasing in size in close, so be it. If it's I'm a great sign. Yeah, I, I go hooray every time yeah. I know I have to size up. And this is actually something I just had to do a couple weeks back because I was like really feeling uncomfortable in a lot of the clothes that I was wearing because they were just my normal. And, I, and what I mean by normal, it's like maybe 60 to 70% of my year I'm in those clothes, but there's this fraction, maybe like about 30, maybe plus, you know, during my building phase. And I really like to consider it more of an improvement phase because yeah. All I'm really trying to do is improve. I'm not just trying to build and add on more mass generally, because I think in mass adding on could be like accumulated with that, which is kind of where that dirty bulking kind of mindset comes from, you know, your mass. So you think you're actually gaining, you know, muscle when I'm like reality, I'm like, guys, you're just gaining a little fat. You're not really gaining muscle. <laughs> You know, but if you really think of this 30%, you know, season, it's a season. It's a season where I'm able to, you know, fluff up a little bit. And I, of course, most people would love for it to be more in the holidays, more in like the winter side, but sometimes it's opposite. It doesn't always work like that. Exactly. If your stage is not at the right time for that, you can't. It just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. So you kind of go with the season. Exactly. That's kind of where I'm getting at. I'm lucky yeah. that at the moment it's falling in this season for me, which yeah. is the winter when I get to, you know, jack it up, sweater up and layer up a lot. But during the summer, like that's usually not the case. Yeah. So again, like knowing your season, knowing when your foundation is continuously getting improved, you have to understand that clothes are going to get a little bigger. You should size up. You should actually re you know, up on some new clothes. That's what I just did. Like I said, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, okay, these pants, they aren't working for me right now. They're making <laughs> me feel a little extra. My glutes are feeling like they're just squished. Like literally, you wouldn't <laughs> make you like mold to them. You got to size up, honey. Like that is just the time that you got to go up in like the size and don't let that size make you feel lesser. Meaning only because it's a large, it's going to make you feel that you're large. No, you're not large. You have more muscle. Okay. You're large. You're in charge. Totally different when you reframe it like that, right? Oh yeah. I totally oh, understand. Yeah. I totally understand. And like, I always have had, you know, clothes for me that are, I've got the things that I wear when I'm sort of in the prep phase to stage. Mm -hmm. So I'm not quite at my stage, but I'm in the mid. And then I have my things that are right around stage. And then I have my things that are just my comfortable when I've got my Mervs. I still roll around in booty shorts, even though 
I'm <laughs> shit hanging out and I'm full as hell. Well. Yes, mama. That's I'm amazing. Like a little <laughs> German tank when I've been training and everything's popping, swollen, your butt's hanging out. It's the best, though. It is. You feel good you know, and you feel The only thing I change, <laughs> exactly. The only thing I change is the, the style of the booty short doesn't have an elastic band at the top. It's got like more of a fabric band so it, it stretches as I'm flexible. That's more it. Flexible but like, you. I don't deny myself in the middle of somewhere where I'm hot the ability to wear something that's comfortable and yeah I see women that are like oh no I've got to I've got to hide all of this stuff I'm going why who says I mean no there's there should be no label no label I think we all label ourselves or what society or what we think should be you know within the line and everyone should really be within comfort number one if you're not comfortable and those clothes don't make you feel comfortable Please resize your wardrobe, reconsider your wardrobe, <laughs> yeah. whatever's making you yeah. feel lesser. If those little booty shorts are making you feel fat, then get some bigger booty shorts because the booty shorts yeah. aren't the problem. It's the fact that they're maybe, like she said, yeah. has maybe a very tight elastic band that are making you feel very tight and have that little extra, you know, um, little cushion right. on the side that make us feel <laughs> like fat. But in reality, if you go a size that is not so, you know, uh, constrained, constituent like you know you it's so like tight it actually allows you to mold to your body I feel like clothes that mold to your body rather than you molding to the clothes makes a huge difference which is actually like I said I was doing these last few weeks because I felt like I needed to reconsider the wardrobe I had (laughs) because I was starting to feel uncomfortable so if you are in that stage when you're growing know that it's a good plus it's actually something that is helping you you're in a good state whenever you're having to size up. It's a good sign for me. So I'm like excited and make sure you rotate through these clothes, right? Like you're having those seasons. Like Ali said, you have like three types of seasons. You have your prep season. If you're, you know, a competitor, if you're not, maybe you're going into the summer. Uh, you want to kind of do a lean out phase. You're most likely going to be having different clothes, you know, obviously hotter clothes versus the colder clothes. So I find that that also helps us tremendously when we kind of associate our seasons with our body and kind of when they're growing and not sabotaging our growth, but making us think that we're actually gaining too much weight weight is naturally supposed to go up people okay if you are growing you're supposed to gain weight exactly. i don't understand when they're like the weight just keeps going up. i think too <laughs> i think too, what sucks is that um and this is very me being brutally honest here what sucks is that you have a lot of these high level high profile influences that are constantly posting my stats my weight my calories right and they don't talk about these things. They don't talk about the fact that, hey, I'm okay with the, with weighing more at this point. And a lot of times I think they're not fucking honest. I think they flat out yes. freaking lie about what they're eating and what they weigh. I'm like looking at this bitch going, there's no way. I weigh that in my right freaking quad, darling. There's no way you weigh that right now. Shut the fuck up. But in all seriousness, though, I hate it because it leads young, impressionable and or slightly distorted mindsets astray and it it really embeds in them this feeling of lack of less than not good enough like not achieving they hold themselves back and prevent themselves from reaching their potential like i've watched my client b do hold Mm -hmm. herself back from from fear fear of a space she's not sat in stereotypical stigma of instagram pushing her to feel like she has to look a certain way be a certain way eat a certain point weigh a certain amount like numbers what you're saying is all numbers right bitches like stop it unfollow them right now they're 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 focused so much on these numbers of what they've read and what they've seen and what I have to stay within. And this is what, you know, Crazy. obviously science said, well, let me tell you, science says a lot, but it comes down to what you feel at the end of the day and what works for you. And if what yeah. you're seeing and doing on social media or reading in research papers, and it's making you, you know, restrict to certain numbers because you think that you're supposed to be at a certain BMI, a certain body fat at a certain weight, yeah. you know, because so-and-so is at certain calories. Again, these all goes down to numbers. And we're yeah. so focused on these things that we just forget that it's all about our performance and our feeling that should matter, number one. And secondly, should be our physique. And our physique really does reflect our stressors, 
our phase, meaning if we're in a surplus or if we're in a deficit, if we're maintaining, it does reflect it, but we have to understand too what we're doing to actually achieve these goals. And when we're trying to do both, I think this is what we've talked about before. We cannot, we cannot say I'm going to grow, but I'm also going to lean out. Like, come on, realistically, it's, that's not going to happen. Like, it's just here, not- look, I'm a prime example of this right now where I'm super focused on having the healthiest baby with the most, you know, um, I'm doing everything right. Like I'm, but I'm anal, you know, that I would be this person. I'm going to become the champion of pregnancy, right? So I'm like, I'm watching my micronutrients down to the gram. All oh, I know you're a numbers, babe. That's what yeah, I'm- <laughs> all of my days are like, um, you know, structured so that he hits, you know, and, and it's all about him. It's him getting, oh, yeah. it's not about me. Like when I start talking about food, I always say to Chris, I, was, I need this and this and this. In my next months, I've gone short because you know Aww. Bob needs it, little friend needs that's it. Like that's how all of our conversations like that. And even if I know I've missed something, Christos will turn around and be like, "You've got to eat this now because little friend is needing this." And I'm like, "It's good Aww. that we have that that we have that viewpoint." However, interesting fact: I am also though, and I've talked about this on my socials. For anyone that's you know listening to this that follows me knows, um, I'm prepping. So I'm actually prepping for the Atlantic City show. That will be my comeback. <laughs> Bob will be be just over six months old um, and that's fine. I've done this before. So if everyone listening to this, I'm not doing anything that is compromising him, his health. In fact, he's a very big baby. He weighs about 80 grams more than they normally do at this point. This is ample, uh, you know, obvious evidence here that I'm feeding him. He's a healthy baby. If we can have a schedule, he's going to be massive. I'm terrified. I'm glad it's going to be a vaginal birth. I'd cry. It's all Christos. It's all Christos. It is definitely (laughs) him because I'm a mushroom who struggles with deep size on. That's awesome, though, you guys. But my point is this. I'm doing everything right by the baby. I'm also very focused, though, because of my prep at not putting on excessive levels of body fat. However, the irony of this is I'm also trying to grow a little bit of mass during my pregnancy to set me up for post-bob. Love it. But then the cut phase happens. So I've got an incredible team of specialists that I'm working with. And I can assure you, and for everyone listening to this, I hope they take something out of this. I am currently, let's put this in perspective, I'm currently three kilos heavier than I was at nine months pregnant with my daughter currently. I'm only just over halfway with my son, right? So you're still going to get big. So is it fair to say that if I was one of these crazies where I was only focused on the scales, that I would probably freak out. I would probably restrict. I would deny my son what he needs. You would absolutely start starving yourself. You'd actually start. So what happens in that? What happens in that instance is the baby will still take what it needs, so then it takes it from me. So then I would have issues with bone mineral density. I would have issues with calcium. Mm-hmm. My teeth would have start having issues. I would have hormonal issues when I come out the other side. I'd lose all my muscle. So is it worth me worrying about what clothes size I'm in? Eat in that bed? shit up, no. girl. You got a better fucking eat. Worrying <laughs> about a little bit of cellulite. Thanks, IVF. Fucking cheers. <laughs> no, it's not. Because what's worth worrying about is, am I consuming enough to make sure that he's adequately fueled, that I'm adequately fueled for what the little parasite's taking out of me because he is? And then am I also giving myself the best chance possible for a prep directly after he comes out? Absolutely, I'm doing it. Yeah, you so, are a machine, woman. Let me tell you, like so women, if you're listening color. to this, I did you this Yeah, everyone you need to be inspired at this moment. If you don't hear everyone this woman listening. saying that she's already in prep, number one, she just said <laughs> this woman's in prep and she's pregnant. Okay, so she, if she's saying it's she's true. in prep and she is still not giving birth to her child <laughs> and she is already thinking of how much muscle she 100%. has to put on 100%. and to not be any muscle sacrifice during the Correct. pregnancy do you understand Correct. that she's saying she has to actually get a little more uncomfortable yes. than what she's Correct. normally been 100%. if you guys aren't listening to what were he's saying over here i want you to hear that again she is getting beyond uncomfortable it's yes. not just 100%. uncomfortable like i'm being at the moment like i'm uh, uncomfortable like, like I am uncomfortable. uncomfortable. It's like my organs organs in my throat, uncomfortable. (laughs) Like that level (laughs) uncomfortable, right? I'm talking like 
so it's much weight, your... like pelvic girdle, that it's aching. Oh, man. Well, that yeah. comes with it, though. Like, with the excess, <laughs> coming, think, yeah, that one, I think we all can, like, understand. <laughs> it's natural for that push and, you know, obviously. But I can, I can pressure. tell you now, you know, look, um, am, am I worried about this? No. Um, knowing what I know and knowing what I have to do to gain the little bit of muscle, to caveat this, I lost muscle in my IVF process because if you can train. know anything, yeah, if you know anything at all about the process and what you go through, it's literally, I went back to back months for nearly a year of mm -hmm. drug cycle after drug cycle, surgery after surgery. There was, I was impeded in my ability to train. I had an injury at the same time. Your estradiol levels usually that are very high for a woman where it's like considered too high or at 800. Mine sat between 18,000 and 22,000 every single month. My natural test levels, super low during this time, oh. right? So even now, because test isn't a super important part of this process, they're not sitting very high. So I really, really, really need to be focused on the fuel I put into my body and that I'm not under eating. And I'm definitely not over yes. the right amount of workload yeah. to try to recoup and recover some of the lost mass from the IVF process and then try to develop a little bit more shape because look, it's not going to be, you know, like I won't be coming in hard and hot like I would have done a year and a half ago. But but Ali, you're gonna come in. I will still woman. come in for that crown. Uh, Y'all just wait. This woman's a machine. <laughs> I will still be okay? going she for that crown. Don't you worry. Actual but, machine. She came from a back surgery and crown. was still able to come back and like win a crown. So just saying, next crown. I will be looking fierce. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> she looks fierce every time. I don't know what she's talking about, but <laughs> what I am trying to get to the fact is that she is not just getting uncomfortable, but she's actually in a place where she yeah. is trying yeah. to push her body. And this is our whole topic today is like, we're trying to push our bodies. Hers is in a different journey. She's trying to, you know, obviously give life to another baby, grow another, you know, life inside of her. In my case, I'm just trying to grow life into my muscles. Okay. I'm just trying to grow <laughs> a little more growth into some of these glutes and quads back because the because over the last few years, I had a lot of imbalances within my physique. I had more quads and hamstrings and glutes, you know, maybe more traps than lats, like a couple imbalances like that. And when we think of that, when we're trying to balance out the physique, it takes time. It doesn't just happen over the course of three months or six months that your body starts shifting that muscle mass over to the areas to make it more balanced. So for me, it's just been a long journey since I started with the WBFF, um, trying to shift some of these muscle groups over to other ones to be more balanced and more, you know, have more yeah, symmetry. You know what's good about you though, Steph, is that, and this is the way a champion thinks, they don't just go and go, oh, I really- Get bigger, bigger, bigger. I'm just going to yeah. go train that. And they don't just go, I just need to be massive. I'm just going to go take all the drugs and pump all the shit and get. Yeah. That's what normally stuff. everybody does. Yeah. That's <laughs> what everyone does immediately. That's the immediate go to. And really. You just think really, big, big, big. Like they, they try to be the biggest. Yeah. I can understand yeah. that. I get but you that. You want to be finessed. It's not, the, especially women listening to this that want to aim for the fitness category. The fitness category isn't the biggest, most massive no. pitch on stage. It's not. Never meet me. Just it's so you ever, if, if anyone that knows me, I'm actually petite. not a big person. <laughs> and it's actually about, um, it's actually about having. Muscle density. It's like more. Proportioned. Yes. Dense and conditioned. Mm -hmm. structure. Athletic. Not necessarily massive. You know, no. it's one thing that most people say when they meet me, especially when I'm coming in close to a stage is, oh my God, you're so much smaller than I thought you'd be. And I'm like, mate, I still look jacked. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> you're so many people say that. They're like, oh my God, you're a lot shorter than I thought you were. And they're, or they're like, you're a lot smaller. Or like, they're like, you're, I'm like, yeah, I'm a shorty. Yeah, I'm small. Yeah, I'm not like five foot, you know, but I'm not six foot and I'm not five, right. seven. Okay. For example, like let's put it a, a comparison just so everyone in Australia can understand maybe my height. I'm not like Lauren Simpson and Rachel Dillon. Right. Like they're like, no, they're, they're tall, tall girls. Yeah, they're I'm more like Hattie Boydell. Let's put it that way. Like, like well, actually, Hattie and I are actually you, just you, on the Hattie same height. 
uh, all the, are all literally same height. Same we're the same yeah. height. So if you guys oh, want cool. comparison out there for y'all listening, you but know, we're not uh, Amy Rebecca. Kind of who's she's blessed. So she's okay. So she's five girl. foot. She's five foot. So anyone that knows my client Amy, she's uh, Amy Amy Rosado, Amy Rebecca, however you know her as. She is. She's five foot. So she is yeah. four inches, or I guess uh, you know, a few I've centimeters got, way below. I've got an athlete who's two inches shorter than Amy. How crazy! Wait, isn't is that? that is it, okay? So your girl Kayla's pretty short too. Yeah, she's pretty short, she? but she's she's still taller than Amy. But okay. yeah, she's pretty short too. <laughs> okay, I look, you girls are short like them. Look, I feel for you, not to the extent to where we're at, but we're not tall. Like, let's say a Lauren or like a Rachel. Again, you guys may not look at these girls as tall on social media. Okay, I know I never did. I never did. Like, I just no, thought you, you said next to one of them and you're like, until you meet them and you meet them in person and you're like neck up. I'm like, oh shit, you're tall. <laughs> you're really a lot bigger than I am. Your hips are like twice as big as mine, you know? And that just lets you know the perspective as far as how genetics and obviously muscle lays very differently on different heights. You cannot compare and you cannot really allow yourself to think that a weight or a number during your building phase is going to dictate how you're going to exactly. end up looking when you actually lean exactly. out. So I can never Never put myself in a situation where I'm thinking like in my builds, I'm like going to be like, oh, I'm going too far. I'm going too far. I already know that's only going to allow me to look better when I lean out. 100%. And so you shouldn't look, this is always my take home. You shouldn't look at a last prep and then this prep and going at this point, I was at this point on the scales because it's irrelevant. It doesn't factor in composition. You should only ever look at each mm -hmm. prep. What is my composition currently? Where am I at body fat wise at the moment? What do we got to bring it in by? Right? Yes, exactly. That's how you want to analyze it. And realistically, if you are gaining and you are coming in with a little bit more, you know, on the scale, a little bit more size on you, you're winning already. Like you've already won. You Don't let it get you down. I feel like so many people look at it and like they feel like a failure because they're bigger or they're having more, you know, size in their clothes or I had to go to a medium. You know, I went from a small to a medium. How many times I get that and I get really upset because that to me lets me know that their mindset isn't where it needs to be, right? Like their mindset struck on numbers and not on growth, right? Growth would come from you actually realizing your muscles dimensionally getting bigger, not just thinking a size like a double zero or a small makes you actually small. Like, come on, like you will appear so much. I always say this, would you rather be a certain scale weight and be skinny fat or would you rather weigh a little bit more and be Toned and like good nice and oh. firm and crack a walnut on your fucking ass cheek because I know hey. what I, <laughs> I know give me crack the biggest way yes give me the biggest way I'd rather be the heaviest way you could possibly ever guess yes. on me it's so and funny when people like look at me and they're like oh you weigh this and I tell them what I weigh and they're like oh no what what you weigh that yeah, like they, they, because they expect me to weigh heavier or they expect yeah. me or okay for example i've you know obviously met so many different influencers and when you meet them they ask you your weight or because they That's look at so your eyes and so oh, it's look i don't mind i don't care i'll share my weight with anybody i don't mind but you know when they ask you and they act then they like get baffled because we weigh the same right we'll weigh the yeah, same they don't look they don't anyway have any muscle on like them right Exactly. They don't really have muscle and it's like, exactly. I have muscle and they don't. And it's like, wait, wait, we weigh yeah. the same. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we weigh the same. It doesn't matter. Like Number is not lifting and eating <laughs> like mm -hmm. crazy, right? So, you know, even listening to this, you can hear Steph doesn't get caught up on the fact that, you know, she should be weighing what she weighed last time. She's letting go of a clothing size. You're listening yeah. to me talk about the fact that, you know, I clearly I'm in a much different position at halfway through this pregnancy than I was at the end of my last, but I gained, you know, I've gained muscle between having my mm. daughter 10 years ago and now. So oh, really yeah. my composition at my starting point was different. Fair enough. The IVF made it not my a different process, yeah. but it was still more muscle, even at a mm. compromised start point compared to pre IVF. I still had more muscle than I did when I went in. So you could have easily health. been like I skewed in your mind like, and you would have been like, oh my God, I'm a fucking failure. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I could have gone into like a prenatal depression. I could oh, of have, course. 
I could have set myself up for postnatal depression post bub. Like I don't, but thankfully I don't have any know. of that. And I'm super but thankfully relaxed. you're aware and you know 100%. what really is happening. Yeah, and that's 100%. where I feel like so many people are not aware of what's actually happening with themselves, even though they're progressing, they call it as like a, a, um, a thing that's wrong, right? Like something is wrong and it's yeah. like, wait, but you're doing everything right. Right. Yeah. And these numbers going up, don't really say you're going wrong, even though in your head, you think up means bad up doesn't always mean bad, right? No. Like we have to just understand that growth comes with getting up in higher numbers. Yeah. These numbers are letting you know a trend. I love numbers for the statistic reason that you understand what phase you went and underwent, right? Like what yeah. you're doing, what was your peak? What was your climax? So like for me, this is my climax. I'm not gonna lie. Like this is probably the most I'm gonna push because this is like the most uncomfortable, not just the way I feel, but in metrics wise and all of my previous stats and things like, yeah, it's probably pushing the biggest threshold I've probably pushed in the last few years, which again, excites me because I know I've grown come in those previous, previous like, ones. Damn. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, damn, another inch. I'm like an <laughs> inch bigger than before. I'm like, okay. I see this muscle before. Where'd this one come from? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't carry this amount of body fat the way I do now. So I'm very happy about that. I'm like, I'm carrying it better. I don't feel like it's all in my midsection. Like it normally yeah. would have been in the past. Yeah. It's distributed much more balancedly. Yeah. Like I feel better. My performance is still through the roof. Of course, with a little extra body fat, I think we all can relate to a little bit more mind fucking games. And I mean that in the best way. Like it just, it just is natural. We look at ourselves differently. We're just like, oh man, I'm fat in these clothes. So again, please, reassess your wardrobe please yeah. reassess the kind of maybe the things you're wearing you're selecting and have a seasonal seasonal wardrobe because this helps me tremendously when I go into a like you know competition or leaning out summer or whatever I'm gonna want to show maybe myself off a little bit more but these clothes are not gonna fit me as well so maybe I need to pull out those clothes that are yeah. smaller versus when I start getting a little bigger I shouldn't self-sabotage thinking like oh man I'm just doing everything wrong and I'm growing in the wrong places I need to just kind of like pull out those yeah. winter clothes for me and in your case maybe you know yeah. like a different <laughs> going to my backdoor shop and buying all my material <laughs> rather than continuing to stretch my clothes to the point where they can't stretch anymore or stealing all of Christos's which is what I've been doing Ooh, I love that I love boyfriend I love wearing or like the clothes. Shirts. I've been stealing a lot of his too so I can relate to that. <laughs> and every second day it's Stop going to my wardrobe. Stop yes, yes. He's like, you stole my shorts, and I'm like, yeah, I did, I did, I did. I did. My comeback is always, it looks better on me anyway. Just saying. Oh, right? No, 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 not. <laughs> but so, just so you guys all can understand what we're trying to say to you is the fact that clothes and numbers, when we're in a growing phase should not dictate you or may possess you or make you feel lesser. You should really allow yourself to be more aware of what's happening versus making you feel lesser. Okay. Like I just think the key to it is that you stop looking at those and you look at other metrics and numbers that are more important, like performance, like recovery, yes. like energy, yes. libido, like all yes. mood, all the things that matter and the things that drop when you're not in those spaces it should be about that. And it should be about strength. Is my strength increasing? Mm. Am, I Am I progressively period in a periodized manner loading, you know, far greater each week or each block? Am I noticing that, you know, movements I found hard ones are like my warm-ups now? Am I that noticing that I have more energy? Am I moving more? Am I Flexibility. wanting more? Am I being exactly. active on my off days because I finally have the mojo to do it? Because all those things decline as you come into a mm -hmm. deficit. So, you know, being lean is not usually not freaking healthy. And it's also not as much fun. Like you'll soon uh -huh. learn that, you and have hey, fun that comes from someone over here that mm -hmm. I like really love the lean look, but let me tell you to keep that yeah, lean look and what you fun. have to do to sacrifice your hormonal health, your internal health, everything that comes 
internally, you are honestly much more just vulnerable with everything. Miserable. And you are miserable. <laughs> you, you, you nailed it, Ali. Like yeah, that's actually miserable. Exactly right. Like you should not want to just be there, get there, get out of there, you know, maybe document yeah. it with some photo shoots and pictures, yeah. know that you were a badass bitch to get there, but that's it. Like get yourself out of there, get yourself to a maintenance phase and start trying to build yourself back up because this is a place where we have to understand the journey is not just about a deficit. No, it's not no, just about building either, about even though we're yeah. in a building phase in the moment, like she's building a body and also building some muscle. I'm trying to build some muscle. Really human. That we, yeah, <laughs> she's building a human, literally. Um, it's more about making sure we find a good maintenance phase. I think that that's what is probably more undermined. And I was very more aware of it this last few, these last two years to be exact, that I was great at being able to be at a maintenance phase and I didn't self-sabotage. I allowed myself to have a good, healthy balance, but it took me time to get there. And I think a lot of people that tell me like, oh, I wish I can just get to the maintenance phase that you were at. I'm like, look, it took me yeah. years to get there. Yeah. It wasn't just like a one year thing or two competition thing, you know, like to, to get to that maintenance phase. I kept going through deficits and then building phases for a minimum of seven years. And that's just being a little more eye-opening to everyone that's listening that understands like I went through a deficit and then a building phase and then a maintenance phase and then another deficit and then another building phase for seven years yeah. and then I found a place where I was able to maintain doesn't mean that you have to take seven years to get to a maintenance phase just understand that if you're trying to get to maybe maintenance you can maintain longer than you're trying to be in a deficit and building phase. I find that that's probably the most enjoyable, more realistic approach we need to, yes. you know, actually have our life. And we're going to really and equally, as we've identified today, mentally challenging. So this is, mm -hmm. I guess the take home point of today's conversation is that just don't restrict your potential because <sighs> of an emotional connection to a number on a scale or a size or a of clothing or a freaking visible ab. Get rid of the abs, forget about them, and just actually grow your ass. No abs over here. We're talking all about booty gains on this. Oh, I've got one big ab. <laughs> one really big ab. You got one real big ab. Let's just put it that way. You got one real big ab. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep growing Ali's. Hey, Ali's physique is going to be absolutely something to watch out for when she comes back into the stage I'm, I'm really excited and for all you pregnant you know women out there that are listening to her journey following her journey you know yeah. really get motivated by this because ali is not someone that's gonna you know do a pregnancy no, just to, no. you know make a, make us like an actual statement she's gonna make a pregnancy to let you know what you're capable of doing. this is true actually this is very true like and this is not because I think any woman should be pressured to um, look look a certain way in pregnancy. Because as you can tell from my conversation, I don't give a flying. You shouldn't give a fuck like, about. I'm what not. I'm. No. I'm really not. I'm focused more on the health of the baby and my capacity to actually grow a little bit. Right. So yes. Am I going to be like some of those goddesses that are all bronzed and sit at the beach all day long and they have these perfect little basketball bellies and no cellulite and they're taking photos everywhere? Fuck no. I don't look like that. <laughs> look like that i don't care <laughs> i have a stage to get to after i get oh, yeah. a very healthy baby and you know the second part of that is my primary focus but the stage is always going to be you know right behind it so everything i do has purpose i've got a great team behind me i work with you know the leading women's health and um physio you you know her we've had her on the episode mm -hmm. kayla Melvogue. she's yeah. one of my coaching team i've got on the ground support with xenia dr yeah. daniel kirkbride who you guys might have seen in my ig lives you're gonna see more of him he's rehabilitated me the whole way through my back injury he's still looking after me with kayla on all of my programming and the things i've got to worry about as i work through my different trimesters so I'm in the very best of hands and I've literally just started working with an amazing sports dietitian who is taking my dietetic requirements for fertility and then into mm. pregnancy now to being performance based pregnancy. Get your head around that. So at the Girl, moment, you are going next level. That's amazing. Pregnancy. So, you know, I'm not here to dick around. I'm not here, you know, to catch spiders. I'm here to actually have, a very healthy pregnancy followed yeah. by an incredible prep, right? 
So I'm not restricting anything. I'm not defining myself by weight on the scale, but I am trying to control the weight and limit it to the requirements only. Um, but I'm factoring in that I might be growing some muscles. So therefore I might weigh a little bit more somewhere. Of course you will. Everything's hey, with this surplus, now I mean, you believe mean, surplus, surplus, you're going to be building muscle, yeah. right? Like I mean, you're a eating surplus. a surplus amount of food. You know, you're trying to have a surplus you know amount of energy hard? for your baby. You know That's really awesome. Hard? Surplus? When you have restricted organ and you have slow digestion, this is the thing with pregnancy, your digestion slows. So you actually, I have to literally graze like a big 200 kilo freaking bodybuilder would like, I'm talking like all freaking day long, I'm eating, but it's small meals to be able to to actually get it yeah, because oh, if all I you didn't do, do that, I wouldn't be able to get it in. I would literally. Don't be most of you want to just be alley right now, just be able to eat <laughs> all day, every day? Like I some of you are in a deficit, are probably like, Ali, you live the life. <laughs> Most people listening to this, though, when they think about being pregnant, they want to be that sun-kissed goddess bitch with a bottle. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know this that lives on the beach splatting her belly. What is up with you Australians? Like, uh, mate, what? That's what it's like. That's what it's like. You get, <laughs> that's what it's like. And I, I've never I, heard of such a thing. I've I can look at them and be like, of you thing here. I can say you look beautiful, but man, that ain't me right now. Like I probably was that annoying chick back in my first pregnancy, but I'm definitely not now. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, I've never experienced, I guess, a bronzed. Uh, I'm oh my god! Have baby. a look. At, I don't know what to explain. Have a look. Have a look at the Australian. Oh no, baby, Australian you guys are a different breed. I don't. I already get I'm it. Crazy. You guys are just different breeds, okay? okay. Like. You guys are just your you own phenomenons out there. Okay? You look at some of these sites. There's these Australian-made maternity labels, right? So I put out a post and I got everyone to comment on on brands that I should be looking at oh, because everything's changed in the last ten years. There's so much more variety and options, and there's so much more that you can be, you know, access to, right? So I got all these um, suggestions. So I'm actually armed with more than I knew before. And anyway, I'm looking at some of these pages, and I'm like. Bitch, please! You're a six foot model. You're a six foot tall model who's literally just got like you put a bump suit on. You put a bump, a little bump. You're actually pregnant, and they're wearing these outfits where there is not an inch of fat on them anywhere. Maybe between the ears, but definitely kind of like whenever those those Instagram pages that put the fake fake butts in them and tell you it's a glute building (laughs) workout, and it's like really just be right back. I'm gonna go get it injected on my lunch break. I'll come back. Yeah, this is like what I'm saying. Like perfect, right? So that's what these look like. And I'm looking at these labels, going, I'm just laughing. I'm just having a good giggle, going. So I'm just, it's like Tinder swiping to whatever direction. You know? <laughs> you're like, like, you're like saying no to all these maternity. <laughs> like that bitch isn't real. That's not a real pregnancy. That's she's just literally put a pillow up her, up her. Like, she just stuff. put a pillow <laughs> in her back. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, sadly I can understand why people and particular, in particular, you know, impressionable young first time mums would feel this pressure, right. To look a certain way throughout their pregnancy, because it's, I think it's terrible marketing because it makes horrible. women feel like that's what they're going to be. Good, Cause I can laugh at it. And I'm like, whatever. This I know, but you understand. I do understand. Body, Allie. Like, Absolutely. People that understand the way the body works and the way sometimes yes. unrealistic, like Hollywood. Okay. Look, look, okay. Sorry. Sorry, Kim K, but your ass is fucking fake as fuck. Okay. So if we're going to be talking about like a fake booty and they're going to tell me, I want Kim Kardashian's ass. Well, you got to go and inject the hell out of it. Sweetie, you're going to have to go get a butt like exactly you're gonna go get like butt implants and stuff you know like there's really nothing you're gonna make yourself look like that you know but when we're thinking about just like you're referring to marketing on social media just on regular you know uh media and channels not just social like if we're thinking of marketing on a website they're gonna be marketing to sell their product and in order to really sell that product they're gonna make that person look like they're pregnant or like they have big glutes or you know have muscles whatever it is that they're trying to sell you so please do not fall for 
like just the most stupid and most uh, to me they're just the ickiest style of marketing techniques because whenever they put the fake implants or a fake belly in their freaking stomach that is just petty like that is just honestly next level type of shady like that is horrible it's what messes with people's head when they and it does and people believe it trying to grow or trying yeah. to focus on the health of their baby over the same with fake butts day. y'all like that's all your instagram right. models that you're following oh and you're like oh my god i want those glutes i want that butt and you're like oh i wish they're never turning like that and in reality this this model you're following they have implants injected not need to fantasize on these glutes and building <laughs> these that you are getting injected or getting putting as implants so please 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 be aware of these things and know that sizes numbers all these things don't own you they definitely don't and you have to really ground yourself to know are you improving am i doing everything that it takes to actually add on more muscle i'm eating more right i'm you know lifting more i'm actually growing in size maybe circumference not necessarily your actual size and clothes You know, that's going to help you tremendously as far as, you know, keeping tabs of your progress, not just thinking that, you know, you're sizing in your, you know, clothing uh, or even the weights, you know, on the scale is going to, you know, dictate just your progress. So make sure you're taking those measurements, getting different clothes, making yourself fit into the clothes, not the clothes fit you. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's just kind of a very big thing that uh, we're always looking to like fit into the certain clothes, right? Like, and I think we make them fit us. <laughs> remember your why, you know, what you're doing, yeah. what the purpose is, what the end goal is, you know, and it's going to help you continue to stand on the path of consistency towards that rather than this you know roller coaster ride of highs and lows that people go on um but i hope that has helped and what i would love to see because i think this would be a bit of fun i'd love to see everyone share or post about their actual i want to hear it yeah i want to see it i want to you know give me the start of the off season to now be the last season to now give and you know what Ali? i will share it just because yes. you said that i'm like you know what? i don't I think i've shared where i'm currently at at the moment yep. so i'm going to share the climax of my build and i want all of you to follow and then just yes. make sure that you don't feel yourself in a certain way that you have to fit to society or a certain look because yeah. i understand that you know especially when you're on a platform or if you're putting yeah. it on social to just stay accountable it is scary fuck it's always scary right like you're like oh my god this is the real like this is really what's happening <laughs> I'm sharing it with everybody. That's so how I feel you, every week when I have to do my weekly oh. update with my belly bump. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> so you look awesome, though. Yeah, I know it's probably more internal for you, but I love seeing your growth. Like, I'm I love actually, seeing belly bump and like. I'm actually <gasps> super enjoying my process so far. Like, I there's not like I had, I had tremendously bad morning sickness but even then I didn't hate on it you know what I mean I didn't hate on the journey I've actually I'm embrace it you're embracing it this time that's amazing and so all of you they're either you know going through a pregnancy or you're following a fitness journey whether if you're in a surplus or a deficit embrace the journey that's the biggest takeaway we can really give you today is embrace the journey don't let numbers dictate you and make you own you uh, make sure you're you know you're taking stats in all different forms performance you know your pictures and your weight and of course your measurements to make sure things are getting aligned along the way but not one of them own you share we want to see share yes share 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 you might share the before after but you might also share like something funny where it's about (laughs) hitting you and changing into you know a new size or more importantly, maybe you share a challenge you've had in this journey so far, because that would be really cool too. But I promise anyone that shares anything and tags me, I'm going to share you across my stories as well. I know Steph will do please, the same, but please, we would please, love please. To see it because this is a bigger deal for most people than people think. And oh. the one thing that if you don't get this right, oh if you don't immerse yourself in it and let go to it, you will sealing yourself. You'll put you'll put a restriction on your potential. Yep. So, Please. So if you buy some new clothes, tag Ali and I. You know you upsize your. I'm wardrobe. a big girl pants. Yes, you got <laughs> some bigger pants. You know you actually I will decided promise to, to tag yourself. 
Steph, yeah. she can share my <laughs> big girl pants day when I go in and get my big stretchy let out. And it's not, I can't even say it's because I've had a good meal and I'm just letting the belt out, right? It's just, I'm, I'm going to give you a choice in this. I'm going to let out a secret. I've been actually shopping some different maternity joggers because those are the most comfortable, those are the most comfortable joggers I've ever had in my life. I this never knew. This is a good case of one of your best mates having a sympathy pregnancy moment for you. <laughs> I'm just like, I need, all the, pregnancy I need shoes. all the brands you've been buying, Ali. I had no idea I was obsessed yeah. with maternity pants until so this building phase that I just had that I've been buying new clothes and I'm like wait I didn't realize I like literally bought some uh you know I I went to Marshall's I don't know if you guys are here uh, I don't know if you guys at Marshall's out there it was like TJ Maxx and stuff so anyway I went and bought some stuff because I knew I needed some new wardrobe and I like tried on these pants and these were joggers and I just thought they were the most comfortable thing I bought them and it wasn't until I got home that I realized and I was taking off the tabs I was taking off the tags you know for buying them then I'm like, holy shit, I just bought maternity pants. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what did I just do? And I um, swear to you, they're my favorite pants at the moment. Like, they're oh my, my favorite joggers. I love it. They're the most, they were the most comfortable thing. So anyways, I, I don't know if I'm just sharing a tip. I'm not pregnant. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying it's my favorite. When in doubt, just evolve. laying it out there. <laughs> maternity. Fuck it weren't in the maternity side though, Allie. They were just in the regular freaking sports apparel. I don't know. Anyway, so hey, explore that. Let us know how you feel as far as in your bigger clothes. Share, tag us. And, you know, really, really make sure you look at yourself in a different way from performance, not just a aesthetic. I think that's one of the biggest things Ali and I really focus on, especially during the phase we're currently on. So, yeah, it's exciting to have you guys on this journey with us. So share, let us know I'm what you guys think. I'm glad we got to share our, I'm glad we got to share a completely different moment for both of us, right? Because <laughs> I think people are so used to hearing us talk about stage and cutting and this and that. Yeah, like, be more yeah, motivational. No, now we're talking about our dance. <laughs> like, it's great. I love it. Nah. let it loose y'all we let it you. out <laughs> open open up. We, uh, we hope you all enjoyed today's session as we said we'd really love to hear from you so please share 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 tag us all and we hope you look forward to the next episode as much as we do love chatting yes. to you steph i'll speak hey, to you love you ali take care babe love you guys see y'all next time Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Queen Divas, Queens of Fitness podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Queen Divas Pod, on Twitter at Queen Divas 4, and follow our hosts on Instagram, Alicia at Alicia Gowans underscore WBFF Pro, and Steph at Stephanie Ayala 7. See you all next week.